Hello and welcome to Podplex Africa. This is episode 3.5 and we are your road to WrestleMania from Africa. Uh, we are the only WWE-focused podcast in Africa slash South Africa. As always, I'm Werner Alkers and with me I have... At the Her Villa and yeah, we're on the final stretch on the way to WrestleMania. Uh, we're done with the pay-per-views before the event and yeah, let's... Now, now things are getting serious because things are set in stone. Let's let's kick it straight into Raw. Um, obviously, Fastlane was a SmackDown event the previous night, so only one or two elements from from that bled into Raw. Um, the first being, um, obviously, Oscar came out at the end of uh, uh, Charlotte Flair's match and chose her, uh, which is a big deal. So Oscar is going for the SmackDown Women's Championship, something we've kind of been debating for a while where we would like to see Oscar. Um, good move? Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. going to be a great match. Um, I think so too. The anticipation. Also with this Raw episode, they set up Alexa Bliss's opponent, definitely. Yeah, I think um, Nia Jax were getting that at WrestleMania. Yeah. And uh, it's looking good. Okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start with Kurt Angle came out and he was doing a promo about, firstly, uh, his match with Ronda Rousey and what kind of caliber athlete she is. Uh, you know, talked smack about Triple H a little bit, uh, called him out. Um it's fine. I think that's been set up. There's, they don't really have to do more more for that match. Yeah. Um, they've done enough to set it up. Uh, to be honest, I, the only thing I really care about is just seeing Ronda perform in ring. It's not the de- like the debut I wanted, but it's the debut we're getting. Um, do you think it's because they don't trust her enough? Um, on uh, because WrestleMania is a big deal to go it alone, so they they'd rather have Kurt Angle, who is one of the greatest of all times, and uh, obviously Triple H as well. Yeah. Uh, And Stephanie's also experienced Carrie. Yeah, it's a big part of it because, you know, she's got a great talker in Stephanie and Triple H, H, and then she's got great in-ring workers in Triple H and Kurt Angle. So it's a good uh, induction, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it would have been amazing to see her just, like, walk down into the ring in her gear and just, like, destroy, I don't know, Nia Jax or whatever. You know, we, we, we went through so many various options for her that it actually doesn't matter because it's, we're not going to get it. It's, it's done now, yeah. so we might as well stop debating it. So then in the Kurt Angle promo, we had Roman Reigns come out. Yeah. Um, after Kurt mentioned that Brock is not there again. So this is strike three. Yeah. Um, this is obviously very much part of the the push to put Roman over for, for Mania. Um, they had me with Roman going, you know, Brock Lesnar doesn't care about this company. Brock Lesnar doesn't care about the, uh, the boys in the back. And yeah. I'm here every night. It's cool, Roman. 
go get the title. We knew you were going to get the title. Um, I'm fine with you getting it. Like we don't, we don't need more than this. Yeah, I'd rather Reigns. Yeah, I, dude, I appreciate Roman Reigns for what he does and how hard he works. Yeah, and that's fine. Let them run with that. It's it's cool. He's been pushed so hard that there's there's no other room for you to feel anything about Roman Reigns but me. Yeah. And the WWE's done done that to themselves. So basically what happened is Roman called Brock Lesnar Vince's boy. Yeah, Vince's boy. Okay, so now here's the <laughs> thing is Vince McMahon isn't at every role. He's he doesn't just casually sit in the back every every episode of every NXT and Wait. 205 live. He's at every raw and every SmackDown. By gorilla position. Really? Busy man. Like he's hands on. Every raw, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view gorilla position. I th- I thought every pay-per-view, but I did not know that he he still yeah. handles Okay, well, I learned something there. Thank you for schooling me. <laughs> but obviously, Vince hasn't appeared on screen yeah. much in the last two years. Um, the last appearance was Raw 25. Yeah. Um, and even there, they just kind of healed him again and he... Nostalgia. You know, it was yeah. all for the, the Austin thing. But... For Vince McMahon to make an appearance on on Raw, um, do a segment, uh, is it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, they gotta reach, you know, into that Vince well, um, to get Roman liked. He's over. It's just so that we like him going into WrestleMania, and they gotta is Roman pull all over? stops. Is Roman yeah, over? He's way over. Um, Overrated? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, okay, in-ring, yeah, he's overrated. Microphone, overrated, but just star power, he's over, you know. Okay, I'll agree with yeah. it. I, I, I can't help but feel they had it. They had it. I, I felt it last week or the week before where, where Roman came out and he said, it's about the title coming back to Raw and actually being represented. But then the whole thing with going backstage, calling Brock Vince's man, Vince did a whole thing about taking Roman in, you know, into the office and having a, a, you know, like the headmaster's office and sitting him down and saying, listen, okay, you are the head boy, but um, the, the quarterback of the football team. He said, I told him, Something that his cousin The Rock used to say. Know your role and shut your mouth. Oof. <laughs> uh, then, but obviously they're all, yeah. like, it, it's been very much documented how much yeah. Vince McMahon loves Roman Reigns. But I, I also liked that, you know, he kind of admitted what everyone knows or thinks. You know, it was like, does Brock get preferential treatment yes he does he's does he have it. advantages and, you know, and yeah. privileges you know he's earned it well <laughs> has he brock is huge everyone knows brock lesnar i mean people who don't watch wrestling 
people who watched way back in the day, they know John Cena, they know Undertaker, they know Batista, they know Brock, they know Big Show. Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Don't you know. ever, <laughs> yeah. Don't ever <laughs> underestimate the power of Mysterio. You know those names that everyone knows. Yeah. You know. But. So is Roman there when you ask, is he over? I think he is now. Okay. I think a generational gap yeah. later. So in the comment section of a lot of the questions we ask online on, on the Podplex page mm -hmm. on Facebook, People seem to be behind Roman Reigns a lot True. because he he does have the persona of, like I said, he is, in terms of front of camera and what we perceive in the ring, he's the leader of the pack. Yeah, no, that's true. Like like you said in the comments, it's Roman. People love Roman. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they're not wrong. Yeah. Um, it's booked the way... That Roman gets, Roman gets all all that attention and star power, and it's fine. Like I think, uh, moving forward, there's going to be some great matches coming out of that. If if Roman Reigns can step up his in ring performance to the level of how he stepped up his on on mic performances, look, his on mic isn't fantastic. But if you think about where he was in 2015, 2016, where he is. Now, yeah. it's two worlds, like it's worlds apart. So hopefully as a wrestler, he can just elevate himself a little bit. He can pull a Seth Rollins and just keep learning and, and pushing and, and growing. Yeah. But the segment basically closed off with Roman being suspended and having to re leave Raw for the evening. Yeah. And Vince just saying that, you know, if you're trying to get us to like him, telling us that he's suspended, and then you just hear that pop of <laughs> everyone's so happy that he's out. I mean, we'll get, they'll, we'll, I don't know if we'll get to a point where everybody likes him, but I, I appreciate the effort. They're putting in a lot of effort. But I, I, <laughs> I also think they know that we've known since last year's WrestleMania that Roman's place was booked. Yeah. No matter what, you know what I mean? So uh, it's a tricky thing when, when with wrestling in a year, so many things can change and athletes and storylines can develop so much where if you told me a year ago that Rusev would be one of the most popular wrestlers in modern day wrestling, I'd be like, no, how? Yeah. How? But he is. Yeah. Um, if you told me a year and a half ago that Braun Strowman um, would be probably the most over-wrestler on the Raw roster at the moment. From the Wyatt family. From the Wyatt family. I would have been like, the, how? There's no way. He's like past Bray. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's, not, he's past Roman. Yeah. So. He's past Roman. He's... um. He, he's going to get to the point where he's going to start getting booed now. It's well, maybe now. not. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not quite yet. Uh, I, I think I might be jumping the gun a little bit there. But, okay, so that's the thing. It's wrestling can change so much in, in three months, in, in two months, in a week, that for the WWE to stick to their guns and allowing Roman Reigns to go from last year's Mania to this year's Mania in the position we knew they were going to set him up in, 
uh, takes some balls. It yeah. takes like some guts. So I have to commend them on how hard they're trying to just keep us invested in yeah, Lesnar, yeah. Roman Reigns, and at they, Mania. You know, they are, you know, turning some people that might not have wanted the match. They and turned me last week. Yeah, they know. put me off it a little bit this week. But I'm still going to watch. Like, yeah, ultimately, obviously. I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. And I'm probably... I hope I enjoy it. Like, I don't want to... I think we will enjoy it. You think so? Yeah. You, you're you of the opinion that it's going to be a Goldberg scenario. Yeah. So it's going to be Superman punch, Superman punch, spear, or a I variation mean, of that I and mean, a pin and done. We felt the same about uh, Goldberg Brock at WrestleMania uh, 33. And... When they both came out, you know, it was a bit of silence, but like once the match kicked off, even though it was so simple, it was like one of the more entertaining matches at WrestleMania 33, you know, it delivered. Yeah, but sometimes wrestling you know, needs to be simple. Yeah. Sometimes you need to take it back to the, yeah. the basics of just hitting the mm. marks. Yeah. And sometimes that's why wrestlers are superstars and and have such longevity in what they do is because they hit that mark consistently every single time. Um, the Undertaker, Triple H, um, Randy Pickle. Orton definitely always hits his marks, but now it's coming off a little stale maybe. He needs to just switch it up because all those wrestlers have had different, not personas necessarily, The Undertaker definitely, but Triple H has constantly evolved the way he runs the show. Yeah. You know, his Undertaker, own show. Undertaker hits himself because he hits the Mark and he's Mark Calloway. Anyway. You. <laughs> you, you. You're getting a, a timeout. 20 seconds. That corner. It's yours. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Roman Reigns, even when he got suspended, got booed. Well, it got cheered, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? The, the, the reverse of, of what they, they wanted it to do. And I don't blame people, uh, but it's going to be Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and he's going to have his moment. So get ready for it. Start, yeah. start the process of acceptance. And then you'll enjoy the show. Yeah, then <laughs> you'll enjoy the show. Yeah. Next up, we had Sasha Banks. With Bailey by her side versus Sonya Deville and uh, the rest of Absolution. Um, yes. Paige is looking so, like, good. Once yeah. again, like, I, I, I know I'm on the Paige bandwagon, but please, can she come back and wrestle? Yeah, but they don't even let her, like, She's you know, do stomps. Nothing, nothing, nothing. She doesn't, she just, she only orchestrates. And it was confusing because I actually, like... I had to rewind because I thought I missed something because I heard the commentator say it's a three-on-one attack. So I'm like, oh, wait, let me go back. It was wasn't. She, it was a two-on-one. And two on one. went back and, yeah. you know, she wasn't directing She was verbally abusing. She was directing traffic. Okay, let's get into the match quickly. So Bailey came out in support of Sasha, and we, we've kind of been... We, we want a Bailey versus Sasha Banks... Yeah. match at WrestleMania, but a real match where Bailey isn't necessarily turned heel, but just had enough of Sasha's, what's the word I'm looking for? Over, overbearingness, boss, maybe? Boss attitude. Boss attitude. Whatever it is. I mean, I don't, I don't want Sasha to change. 
I want Bailey to change. Yeah. Um, but it was good, like, because this match was, I think, to like just showcase some change and depth in uh, Bailey's character. Um, and yeah, I don't looks, know. She looks like a toddler who's like really upset <laughs> that know, you took away her favorite toy. She's a bit conflicted, and hopefully that you know turns into some type of mean streak. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Have you ever been Team Bailey? I was, and then I think the way they debuted her kind of you know took it away from me because they brought her in for backlash and then back to NXT and just like killed the that debut you know yeah what I mean that initial debut if you do something like that you do it at WrestleMania yeah. or you no 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 I'm lying if you do something like that you do it at the Royal Rumble because the Rumble is open um WrestleMania we're gonna we're gonna get to that in a, in a minute in terms of what, what the women's division's doing. But um, I, I've never I've never liked Bailey. Like, I, I remember when Oscar took the title off her mm-hmm. in NXT. I, I was so pumped yeah. because I've never, like, I just, I don't know. For me, it's always been less hugs, more thug. But um, even this persona or whatever they're trying to do with Bailey here, I'm just not buying it. Like she's fine in ring. She's she's a really good wrestler. I'll give her that. But she bores me, man. Well, she bores that's, me. That's why I'm hoping that this whole conflicted uh, sulking outside of the ring just turns into like that mean streak. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Okay. So ultimately, what happened is Sasha Banks uh, tapped out Sonya Deville. Um, Bailey was kind of involved with keeping Absolution at bay. Um, and then immediately after the match just bolted back to the backstage area and obviously Absolution pounced on Sasha Banks. Um, this is the segment where, you know, Herb was talking about, uh, it, it seemed like Paige was involved, but she wasn't really, um, so that was the scenario, and they just kind of cut it off there. There wasn't any resolve. Yeah. Um, I think it's leading to a Bailey Sasha thing. Not at Mania, though. Yeah. I think there's going to be something at Mania that's going to happen that'll be the catalyst moving forward for, uh, you know, a nice feud well, between I mean, the two. In terms of the women's matches, we have the two championship matches well let's not jump the gun again but I'm, I'm just saying like yes before sasha and bailey i see it going to wrestlemania as a one-on-one match sasha bailey one-on-one at mania yeah i'd like i'd love that we've been talking about it for for months yeah but okay we'll get there we'll get there after that um, they announced this year there will be no Andre the Giant. Well, we don't know, actually, but we're assuming that they, they won't have two memorial battles. Yeah, I think uh, this year it'll be replaced with the women's battle royal, and then maybe next year it goes men's. Maybe they'll alternate them, but I don't see two. Yeah. I mean, that's a long pre-show. Okay, so <laughs> basically... The Battle Royale or the Memorial Battle is uh, open to all superstars from NXT to Raw and SmackDown yeah. alike. Uh, obviously, the uh, the champions and the contenders 
are null and void. Yeah. Um, do you think it, it'll be the same amount of entries as the Andre Battle Royale? Probably. Yeah, I think it will. You know, everybody gets a taste of WrestleMania and a big thank you for all the work that they've been putting in. So, you know, they get to appear yeah. and be part of, you know, the biggest show of the year. Because TV time at WrestleMania yeah. is gold. Yeah. You know. Now, let's just quickly go back. Last year's winner of, of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle, the year before the winner of the battle. Yeah. Wasted opportunities, both of them. Yeah. Um. In fact, so much that I completely blanked out last year's match. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem um, like they take it seriously. It didn't feel important. I hope this does. Yeah. I hope this does. Okay, so we have a a women's battle royale, which is going to be cool. I'm pretty excited about that. I think um, in terms of where we are in wrestling, the women deserve it. Um, It's not about the battle of the sexes and it's it's not. It's just women's wrestling and how far this batch of professional athletes. They've, They've earned it. They've earned it. Yeah. Um, and I, I want, I want Ember Moon uh, from NXT to have a WrestleMania moment while she's on a trajectory that she's on. I, I want Sasha and Bailey if they don't have their match. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm thinking that they're not going to have a Sasha Bailey match. Um, I think those two will probably be involved um, in this in this battle. Um, Regardless, even okay, let's let's say best case scenario, we do have Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. You've got Absolution, there's a lot of Mickey James, you know, Naomi. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of women who need uh, they and deserve a little bit of TV time at WrestleMania. I'm super cool with it. I think it's a great idea, and I do think there's also going to be a little bit more of a like you said, a, a shine and prestige yeah. to it, where. Like you said, I, like, I just I completely blanked last year's event because, yeah, so un- it felt so unimportant. Yeah, they need to treat it like it's something serious. Okay, so that was a, that was announced. Maybe we get a Sonia Deville win. Maybe I I feel like she's potentially a future champion. You know, she could be a breakout in twenty eighteen. Yeah, could be great. Yeah. Let's see what happens. How do you guys feel about it? Who do you think? could win this battle royale and that includes NXT Ember Moon could that be the catapult that she needs from NXT to the so, main roster so just in case they don't take it seriously and they treat it like they've treated the past battle royals then she must not win that battle royal because we know how it turns out how it goes yeah. <laughs> yeah Mojo Riley yeah huh and Big Show Mojo and Baron. Baron Corbin, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the big show, the first one, made sense. Made sense, sense, yeah. I get that. Okay, let's move past that. Um, Then we had, uh, you know, we mentioned earlier that uh, only four matches, and we we couldn't even remember what the fourth match was, but only four matches have been set in stone at this point, um, up, up until Oscar challenged Charlotte. So we had Miss TV happening. So... The Mizdourage weren't even in the ring. It was literally the Miz sitting down with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. And it was a cool segment. I enjoyed it. Like, this was a very, like, promo-ish Raw. 
uh, obviously, I'm I'm rooting very very much for Seth Rollins at the moment. I just feel like he's he's gone from them going, oh, we don't know what to do with you. Post obviously, Ambrose getting injured and the whole Jason Jordan thing to to going. Okay, if if we give you if we give you some TV time or we give you opportunity. Will you use it? Yeah. And man, has he used it? Yeah, he's been he's been like the breakout. Well, not breakout, but he's been the probably the, um, the comeback, glue. the glue, the comeback yeah. of of twenty eighteen so far yeah. for me. Um, Finn Balor. My problem with Finn Balor is the dude needs to stop smiling. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, like he's, he's like, creeping me out. He's, <laughs> he's supposed to be. Is he supposed to be cocky or I don't know? Go but. even go look at his promo pictures, and every <laughs> picture he's got that same like. But he smiles, but there's yeah. like no emotion behind the smile. It's so, just this like, I'm going to eat your soul. All he's missing is a toupee and round glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I like Finn Balor. Don't get me wrong. I think uh, in ring he's he's amazing, and obviously he's got a, a amazing future in the WWE. Those, but those two put on such good matches. Yeah, man. they really do. They they bring yeah. out the best out of each other. But the smile is getting me down. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I can't look at him for too long. It's like yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, you know, like when you see a black cat or you break a mirror, you feel like oh. it's bad luck. <laughs> like if you look at, at if you look at Finn Balor's smile for too long, <laughs> like you're gonna get cursed. So this is me warning you not to do that. Demon. Uh, yeah, Where well, is the demon? I think they retired it when they Jeez. couldn't bring Sister Abigail out. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the biggest fail of 2017. Yeah. Okay. That was and, terrible. And like it looked so good on paper, but awful. Terrible. Yeah. Okay, so the segment where Miz is interviewing Seth Rollins and, and B- Balor, obviously Miz is going to try to play them off against each other, which he does perfectly. Um, Seth and Finn are obviously very, like, in on it, and they don't give Miz the, the opportunity. But ultimately, he actually does kind of get it right because yeah. they do puff up their egos and puff their, their chests out and kind of get in each other's faces. Yeah. Um, and then that leads to a match between Balor and Seth Rollins. So I can't recall, and this is where we need, need our fact checker, but um, the, the matches that I can recall is obviously the first Universal title match, which Finn Balor won. Yeah. Then there was a match on Raw, which Seth Rollins won. Um, I can't think of another match where they've they've squared up. So this is the third time that they've faced off. I'm probably wrong. There's probably one or two more. Like they haven't had more like in the recent weeks. Well, do you these, count the the gauntlet days, match? Okay, yeah. Because these days, like they have so many matches between the two people that will be facing off at the pay per view. That like you know, it doesn't feel yeah, sacred anymore. Have, yeah, yeah so. that's why I was kind of like, okay, so it it, it was Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. It was unnecessary. We didn't need mm. this match, um, but whoa, good match. Yeah, very good. Whoa, these two are just probably the the best two in ring performance on the Raw like roster right now. Yeah, I think just. Um, 
even the finish, it just shows like the the amount of thought that the two put into the match and like psychology. Uh, after that, you know, it's super plex from the top rope, and as um, as Seth Rollins as a, tried to yeah, go into the Falcon, Falcon Arrow, Arrow, and you know what I mean, he just gets caught with a pin, and. The fact that it's a one, two, three shows you like it was out of nowhere. You know, he wasn't expecting it. I thought that was a great finish to that match. Um, just also in line with how good the match actually was. Yeah. So very much, I think the result and how it happened and went down is it showed how well the t- two mm. each know each other in ring yeah. by now, um, but also stated that Anything could happen because, like you said, literally Seth had him on the top rope. The the the, the plex mm. tried to roll into the Falcon Arrow and then got pinned yeah. um, in the roll. Um, so it wasn't a big f- curb stomp or a no. you know coup de gras. It was a boom. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, which okay, we didn't need the match, but it does it does have a level of like getting you kind of excited for Mania. So in that regards, I think they played it pretty well. Yeah. Are you happy with, with Balor pinning Rollins? Yeah, I am. I thought it was a good match. Uh, either way it went, I would have been happy with it. Yeah, me too. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think it dictates anything for the Intercontinental title race for Mania. Yeah. Who do you think is walking out champion? Miz. Me too. <laughs> I don't know. I have a weird feeling yeah. like Miz is just going to... Miz and uh, and some confetti, please. You okay, I mean? you yeah. want the confetti? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Let Let's see what how how the the next two weeks play yeah. off. Um, but ooh, are, are you getting the WrestleMania feeling? Uh yeah, I definitely am. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. I'm. I'm also. Stoked. I'm. I'm ready. Very stoked. Okay. Now here here's. Let's let's get into John Cena, and uh, you know if you're a John Cena fan, I'm you know I think we we laugh at him a lot, and we we laugh at the situation a lot. But this promo was actually pretty good. This was different from anything that's uh, been directed at the person that he was addressing. Just the way that they did it. Yeah. Okay, so John Cena came out and he he did his Cena thing where he was like, okay, I failed. I tried my best. I couldn't. Uh, I'm going to brush myself off. I'm going to WrestleMania as a fan. I'm yeah. going to buy a ticket. Um, and then he went into the crowd and had a sip of beer, which was cut out of a couple of feeds because obviously he needs to be the wholesome <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, then came back into the ring and was like, you know. If they showed us that Cena, we might have just liked him. You know, <laughs> show, show me John Cena drinking some beer. <laughs> yeah. I want to see John Cena going out, like, <laughs> slamming a couple of shots and actually just unwinding a bit. I'm so tired of this never give up gimmick. Give up. Yeah. Bro, give up. Honestly. Well, he tried. You know, he was like, hey, I'm just like you guys. And then they cut him off. Yeah, know? they did cut so him it's off. It's not his fault. No beer for you, <laughs> Cena. You're not stone cold. Yeah. Um, but then he turned the, inter- well, the, the interview, the promo on its head and basically just turned around and said, well, that 
beer, you know, got to him. Maybe it just know. went straight to his head. Yeah. Maybe he's such a good guy that <laughs> one sip of beer is Dutch all it takes. That's it. <laughs> Uh, and he just basically called out The Undertaker again. In the most disrespectful way. So basically, <laughs> okay, John Cena doesn't have a match at, at, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and he'll do anything to get the match. So now he's going <laughs> to, he's, he's called The Undertaker selfish and uh, egotistical and scared. Because obviously now the streak, yeah, it's like, done and he lost the last two matches at Mania. Yeah, no one wants to hear your excuses. You're not too old. You're not worn down. If you were, you wouldn't be. If you were, you wouldn't be posting workout videos on your wife's Instagram. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I popped for that. I was like, oh snap. Yeah, because <laughs> look, I, if you if you if you follow the Undertaker's career, one thing you know is you don't mess with the Undertaker's wife. Yeah. You don't like you don't. You don't say things like that, and B, you don't mess with his squad. But they and they never like you know reference uh, his personal life, you know, like outside of being the Undertaker. So this was like something different and fresh, you know what I mean, in terms yeah. of an Undertaker WrestleMania feud. It was done very differently from everything else. So here's done. what I want from this: I want John Cena to go sit in the crowd. I want him to sit in the crowd for four hours. Mm. I want next him to, to me. Yeah, next to you. Uh, I want him to eat hot dogs. No beer for him. Yeah. Because we see what it does. <laughs> and then I want the gong to go off. And I want The Undertaker to come out. And I want him to tombstone John Cena through a table, through the ring, through the stage, through... I don't, I don't care. Yeah. But if they... And I'm, I'm telling you now. <laughs> I'm telling you now. If they bring Undertaker out... Uh, even if they set it up as an official match and he loses to John Cena at WrestleMania, I, I'm no, done. He with, won't, he won't lose. I'm done with wrestling. Like then, yeah. uh, them breaking the streak was the wrong move. Yeah. I, I've said it many times. Um, I have no problem with the undertaker going out and putting someone over. Um, but the streak was holy. Yeah. And, no, and, well, it's, it, and, and it's in a career and it's through a, a time period that will never be repeated again where there was actual competition for the WWE and this man stayed loyal. He might not always have been every, everyone's favorite person backstage, but if, if you're a WWE fan and you've been watching since we, like we have since 91, 92, uh, whatever it is, the Undertaker's always been there. He's always been consistent. Even when he was fat and driving a motorcycle, <laughs> he was still giving his all. He yeah. might not have been the greatest wrestler at that point, but he was still all about the WWE. Um, and when they broke that streak, um, they broke something sacred in, the, in, in not just wrestling, but in the locker room and in the, the minds of the fans. And it's something that can never be undone. And they, if I see, here's what I'm worried about is has Roman Reigns lost at WrestleMania? Let's just quickly go over it. He has. Yes. Seth yeah. Rollins came out. Okay. So if they try to give a streak to a new wrestler and he surpasses 18, what was it? was 18 and Oh, 20. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's 20 and 0. And then at 20 and 0, he went. 
Or is it 21? It's 21 and yeah. O. You're right. 21. He's the one in 21 and O. Yeah. Yeah. Brock was the one in 21 and O at that time. Yeah. I just think, like, um, if they have this match, I'm convinced it is just to redeem the mess that was the Roman Reigns match. Like, I would also want one more match to just show that, like, that that's not how I want to go out. Okay, so, you know? well, yeah. Um, Undertaker's old school, so the old school rule in wrestling is when you go out, you open the door and you put someone new over, yeah. a young guy. But I think, like, with... They can even make an an exception here because it's just they should have give it then yeah, do it at Survivor think, Series. But I don't th- well, it, I think it has to be at Mania because he doesn't want his last Mania match. Like the images I have of that is just like him struggling to lift Roman and the two of them just not having chemistry. You know, there was a lot of like awkward pauses and someone trying to go for an Irish whip, but someone's thinking about something else. It was just a mess. So I think. This is just, you know, win or lose, but probably win because they'll probably make that exception. It's more for just the redemption of showing that I can have a good match and my I want my last match to be a good match. Okay. You know, if it is that and it is with John Cena, I like I tip my hat to John Cena so much and there's a level of respect there. Then look. I respect John C- I respect John Cena a hell of a lot. That mm. man is a workhorse. Um I, I haven't always enjoyed the way they push him and the way, you know, certain matches where he shouldn't have won, he won. Um it's a very long career. Um and he he will break that record. He will hold the title one more time, definitely at some point. But if he's the guy willing to go, okay, cool. I'm going to go rectify something this company has really messed up, mm. then this is going to be a very special WrestleMania. Yeah. To me personally, because I am still heartbroken about the streak being broken the way it was. Yeah. Um, because Brock Lesnar didn't need, didn't need being, like, being put over. So if, if they can do this right and if they can pull off a good match... Or just good storytelling, which I think Cena can definitely do. Yeah, Cena's a great storyteller in the ring. That's never been the issue. Then we have like at least something positive to if if Taker's done. You know what I mean? As opposed to like cringing about the Roman Reigns match. Okay, but now the last time we saw the Undertaker was Raw twenty five, and it was the worst promo he's ever cut. Which is worrying because, I, I mean, Undertaker on the mic used to be, when he spoke, you, you shut up and you yeah. listen and you, you so, could get chills. So this will be good because if they're going for these like reality-based promos and you just, you know, called out the guy's wife, maybe he's just going to come out there and talk and not dig, dig holes and take souls. It's just going to be... Yeah. Um, I'll mention the Hall of Fame, Kid Rock, and the American Badass. I don't know. 
which you know we we spoke about that that smackdown era a little bit earlier and that's i think that's also the era that wwe was broadcast on etv mm. predominantly um so that era wrestling became more accessible i think to the general south african public um and a lot of people around me started you know they were watching wrestling and i was just kind of feeling like but guys like this isn't the undertaker this isn't like you but, know you know but there were like some cool moments no, I mean, like definitely judge, post ministry judgment day judgment day 2003 where he's like in the leather jacket and the bandana and he's just like choke slamming everybody yeah. you know what i mean and i'm not so saying it's I think, it's all bad i think with uh the way that um Cena went at him with that promo uh a response that would be believable would be from the biker undertaker. Because that's all that's yeah, left. Yeah, because he already put all his things down, left them in the ring, the gloves, the jacket, the hat. And then you have Kid Rock who's being inducted into the Hall of Fame and he's performed at a lot of WWE shows, Raw, Tribute to the Troops, WrestleMania. Oh, but no, there he but you goes. Can't, you can't retire he's gonna, the Undertaker he's gonna perform, up to the American Badass. He's going to perform like, live. No, 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 no. Undertaker retired last year. American Badass hasn't retired. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, so, I, I'm going to stop. If this so happens, Kid I'm done. Kid Rock is going to play live American Badass, and Taker's going to come down there. In a motorcycle, bandana. And you're going to hear me. You're going to hear me in, <laughs> in, in New Orleans, in the arena, over all those people uh, just shrieking no yeah. from Africa. You're going to hear me. So I think the only thing that makes me think that is like um, how he's going to respond to yeah. Cena's promo. Th- we're going to have to wait and see you know, what happens like, on Raw. Does yeah. he respond as the Undertaker? Does he respond at all? Because now yeah, Cena, you, see, that's another way. Yeah. you know, willing to sit in the audience. I'm cool yeah, with that. Yeah. Personally, like, my pop, my my dream, yeah. and it's very silly, but, like, this, this is going back to, like, 1991, 92 Undertaker is the first time he won the title. Uh, in that in that era, he was wrestling with his purple gloves and yeah. purple uh, stockings or whatever you want to call those things <laughs> but for that match at wrestlemania 13 he came out with the gray gloves and the gray stockings yeah. which was his original look i would i would literally do backflips up and down my house if, yeah if he came out in that gray outfit or a variation of that and retired like that that would be man like yeah. i'm getting like, or like if he just had you know that just that same outfit like with the top and not the straps not the straps you know? old school like yeah, the the, school the like raggedy yeah. yeah we'll see i don't know like i i do believe we are getting undertaker cena at wrestlemania yeah. it's going to happen uh how we get it is hopefully in the right way uh bow with the bow <laughs> so t- tell us how you feel. What's your what's your take on Undertaker's retirement last year, uh, the Roman match? What's your take on the American badass version of of Undertaker's? That your first perception of him? When did you get into wrestling? When did you discover the Undertaker? Um, how do you feel about the streak being broken? And also, how do you feel about Cena going out of his way? 
to obviously give take a a proper last match. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see how it goes. I'm a little nervous to be honest, but uh, that that promo was great, and I'll give it to Cena. Like the man, the man can cut a promo. Then we had like this was a weird one. This was another promo, and this was kind of like the evening of promos. Um, we had Elias in the middle of the ring doing his hello I'm Elias was that low enough yeah hello I am Elias and then but just walking out yeah like this is all your fault because I mean he was battered and bruised was he wearing a neck brace he was neck brace after the symphony of of destruction destruction. yeah so I was uh, yeah I was okay with this like just keep the show going. What's the angle you know? there, though? Uh, I'll, we'll get For, do you, to I also, I, I think yeah. we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Once again, we haven't discussed <laughs> anything about yeah. this episode, but let's see. Yeah. Okay, so moving along, Elias just kind of walked out and said, this is all your fault. Yeah. Um, then we had the Balor and, and Rollins match. We got into it earlier and, and let you know how that went. Great match. If you haven't watched Raw, go back, watch it. It's uh, definitely highlight material. Then we had Oscar come out, yeah. and they obviously then referred to her going to Fastlane and challenging Charlotte Flair for the championship. Um, she was interrupted again by Alexa Bliss and Mickey James, yeah. and they were doing that condescending thing that you yeah. that you were but, talking uh, about. I'm glad that they, you know, I don't think they had to, but like just so that they like gave us. Uh, an explanation, simple, the one that we were all thinking, I want to face the better champion. That's simple. That's what Oscar said. Yeah. Um, then there was a weird moment. Um, basically, Mickey and Alexa were kind of like, well, you know, whatever, your English is broken and you don't understand, um, but we've got an opponent for you. Mm. Um, but no one arrived. Yeah. And then they kept saying, here she is, but she never came out. Uh, Nia Jax? Yeah. Do you I, think it was Nia Jax? I have a feeling it might have been Nia Jax. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we then had Mickey James instead going up against Oscar. It was actually a pretty good match because you could see the experience of Mickey James. Yeah. Um, and how she was taking moves from Oscar, but also how Oscar was very much flowing with Mickey James's experience. Yeah, and they had a, they had a match in uh, NXT when yeah. Mickey just came back. Um, I mean, Mickey. Once again, we were talking about the locker room leaders. I think like she's a good you know feeler and warm up and you know, get you ready, you know, for that big stage. I, I love Mickey James. Yeah. I think she's she's uh, probably one of the greatest heels in wrestling history. Um, her Trish Stratus yeah. uh, battle era, that, that feud was, man, that was crazy. That, that's some great wrestling if you want to yeah. go back and watch that. In, just in terms of promos and how psychotic someone can be. Yeah. Uh, she was like Brian <laughs> Pullman level yeah. nuts. Um, okay, so... Eventually, Oscar did get the the victory. Though she uh, she made a tap, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She made a tap with the 
Is that thing called an Oscar lock? It's I, the Oscar lock, but it's okay. also the arm bar. Yeah, I like that, like, her finisher, you know, like, changes. It depends how <laughs> she gets the opponent yeah. opponent down in the ring, which is great. Yeah, um, yeah it, was a, it was a cool, cool match, kind of a... I don't know, like, I'm sad that Oscar's leaving, and we've spoken about the caliber of of the raw locker room a lot um, versus the caliber of obviously the female locker room on SmackDown um, with the draft uh, transfer window lottery, whatever you want to call it coming after WrestleMania, hopefully one or two potential real feuds can yeah. then follow Oscar to, to SmackDown. Um, I personally hope Charlotte loses the title yeah. and then goes to raw. Okay, so here's the setup. So we we basically... <sighs> Nia Jax had a match in the ring with uh, an unknown... I, I can't even remember uh, the person's name. Poor lady. Like, poor she lady. Was she was so just, scared. She was just... <laughs> she annihilated that poor woman. She just like <laughs> literally like tossed her around. But there was a segment... Basically what happened is there was going to be an interview after the match with Alexa Bliss in the locker room and that mic and and camera was kind of left on by mistake and it went on yeah. on screen. I think the camera was ready for the interview, but, yeah. you know, Charlie was late or Charlie saw them talking and she was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, some good reporting here. I'm a good journalist. Let me let this oh, go out. I'm, you know? <laughs> I'm a good journalist. <laughs> and basically Alexa just slams yeah. Nia Jax in terms of... Like she gets really personal, and I think like it it's it's exactly what the Alexa Bliss character is about. Yeah. It's that you want your bad guy to be so hated, or I say bad guy, bad woman. Heat. You want that heat, and she did that. That's because real, I'm not real heat. Right I'm not there. sold on Nia Jax. Yeah. I don't think she's like ready. I am. Uh, she's a little boring, to be honest. She's bad on the mic. <laughs> She's bad on the mic. Have we, have, have I heard she's, she's bad. She's bad on the backstage. Mic. She she's, hasn't like had okay, a mic yeah. in her hand. The whole okay. Let's not get into yeah. the Enzo thing <laughs> because that's luckily been erased yeah. from history. Um, and she's boring in the ring. She doesn't have oh, anything but power. Boring in the ring. No, she's. If you compare, How, go her, look. Go look at the gauntlet match that she had with. Uh, it was like Sasha. It was whole bunch of people it was like 30 minutes of her just like performing and then even like when she destroyed this uh poor lady i mean check the elbow drop i mean it was one of the best elbow drops i've seen she's like i think she's very entertaining in the ring just like from a powerhouse uh standpoint oh i don't know but if, if, if we her. like if we if I, i've watched naya wrestle a bunch of times and the problem is her her powerhouse gimmick doesn't feel it doesn't feel threatening it feels like if if you're a good enough grappler or you're fast enough pff, you got her because I'll, I'll watch a naya match with you okay yeah we'll we'll do it we'll do it <laughs> I, I just look i'm not saying she's a bad wrestler i just don't think she's the, the, the champion material that they're now setting up but basically what we're going to get is Nia just lost her mind, yeah. stormed into the locker room when Alexa and Mickey James realized that the mic was on and Nia heard all of this. 
um, Naya just like lost it, like yeah, blue people's uh, luggage, like. She was ripping off the top of suitcases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was a good segment. Okay, so here's, here's the setup. Okay, we're going to have Nia Jax take the title from Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania. They, they're going to call this match. It's going to yeah. happen, right? Yeah. Okay. WrestleMania moment. It's going to be a WrestleMania moment. I'm okay with it, but... Let's be honest, this Nia Jax setup is so that Ronda Rousey has someone big to take down. Yeah, the Raw champion will be Nia, and Ronda is too big and mainstream to not be in the championship picture. Yeah, um, which is unfortunate. So now, now I'm yeah. going to go back to why I said that Nia is not ready and she's not the most entertaining wrestler. She's She's... Will Nia Jax be able to carry Ronda Rousey in a championship so. I mean, match? Look at the at the stuff that she's able to do with Asuka. So like but rolling, rolling into yeah, but, but that's it's also Os- but it's but also how much how, is but how wait, much wait, wait. is Oscar carrying her? But though. it's also how she's able to move around for someone that's her size, like to roll into those like arm bars from a hurricane runner or something off the top rope. I'm a big dude. I roll easily. Rolling isn't hard for big people. Let's not, (laughs) let's, yeah. I think like her in-ring is entertaining. Big people roll easily. You're not convincing me with that. Go watch like those hurricane runner into an arm bar. That thing doesn't look easy. And she's able to like, you know, take it like we were saying. Um, It's two people. Yeah. The person giving the move, the person taking the move. But her, also sometimes offense, a wrestler I carries... Mean, for me, her offense is great, but then also... Uh, but what I'm... Okay, that's fine. Great. But like you said, you that know? that's it's it's two people yeah. carrying the match. Let's see what happens at Mania, but yeah. Ronda needs a run of like, I'd say at least six matches, seven matches. Yeah. Uh, three pay-per-views. Is it going to um, be like... Before she gets close to a title and Nia needs a really good run of defending... Um, the title against maybe a rematch against Alexa. I'd like to see her maybe beat Bailey. So, um, so we'll probably get like two months of unknowns getting destroyed by Ronda. Yeah. yeah. What? Well, maybe not. Maybe they'll they'll just go. Let's just go. Let's just yeah. let's let's throw in against Sasha take, Banks. Take the belt the next night. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt it, though. The thing mm. is, I don't doubt Ronda Rousey as a performer because yeah. that's what she did to Stephanie. And that was just kind of like a, what was that? That was like a... Nice Simone drop. Just there. a basic, yeah, Simone drop. Do you, it looked great. Do you think that'll be a finisher? Is that a taste of... No. That, well, if she's going to be like... She, if Naya is the champion... She can't be using the Samoan drop because that's the Samoans move. Nice. Naya, Naya, Naya has a nice Samoan drop. Naya's got a great <laughs> Samoan drop. Well, I mean, genetically, it's it's part of her calling yeah, it's, card. It's just a drop because she is Samoan. Uh, okay, let's not get into that now. Okay, I'm I'm sure that Naya's going to take the title. I just I don't want it to be just because. Ronda needs a a 
a hurdle. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want when Naya is ready for the title. I don't think she is right now. Um, I want it to be a good run for her because she deserves it. Like she's been putting in the work. Yeah. She's just not there yet, in my personal opinion. Um, but let's let's watch Anaya Jack's match together, and yeah. we'll we'll come back and we'll <laughs> okay. report. Um, so then, that whole Nia Jack sequence kind of led to my highlight of Raw. I don't know. This was just <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, but so great at the same yeah. time. Uh, so. The bar basically earlier in the night complained that they didn't have any real opponents yeah. and that they wouldn't have anyone to face at WrestleMania. So the Mr. Raj were given an opportunity. If they beat the bar, they would then meet the bar at WrestleMania. But what happened then is the entire tag team locker room came out and attacked the bar. Yeah. Um, and general manager... Uh, Kurt Angle basically said, okay, we're making this uh, an over-the-top rope battle royale for the number one contender slot for the tag team titles. Yeah. So in the match, we had the Mysteraj, we had Rhino and Slater, we had the Revival. T Titus Worldwide. Titus Worldwide, and was there another team? I'm trying to remember now. Mysteraj, yes. Titus Worldwide. Um, Rhino and Slater, Revival, Revival. Oh, and Anderson. We oh, had yeah. Anderson. We had the Balor Club. Yeah. Sorry, guys. See, <laughs> this is the problem of having a wrestling podcast and not having our our resident fact checker with us in the room. Yeah. Um, is the last four months of wrestling have been <laughs> matches where there's uh, so in this case there's what ten twelve people involved. Yeah. That's, like, yeah, we, that's a lot that's, to get through and process and memorize. Like, yeah, every time we, you know, try to go through matches, we're like listing the number of people that are in a single match. You know, so we always have to go, okay, it was so-and-so, it was so-and-so, because they're having so many of these, like, multi-person like person team Battle matches. Royale yeah. six-pack challenge, which has nothing to do with abs, apparently. <laughs> okay, but basically what happens is all these, all these tag teams, the Ballard Club... Uh, Mr. Raj, I'm, I'm going to name them all right this time. <laughs> Ballot Club, Mr. Raj, Slater and Rhino. Um, we had Titus Worldwide and The Revival. Yeah. All had their entrances. And then and Braun Strowman's Braun. Yeah, I guess his... Get these hands. The hands are the tag team. <laughs> <laughs> one, yeah, one hand for each title. Yeah. So Braun Strowman stomps down to the ring. Um, early in the night, he said he was gonna. He's gonna get find a way to WrestleMania. Yeah. Someone's gonna get his his hands at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's what I love about Braun is he doesn't need sanctioned matches. He just yeah. he just literally <laughs> he climbed into the ring stomped towards the referee and just said, ring the bell. <laughs> and the referee rang the bell. And yeah, the was... commentators were going through the match going, is, is this official? Is this legal? Like, Can... what's going on? And Braun just literally, okay, it, it was a, a fun match. Yeah. But so there was a little bit of back and, back and forth where like 12 men were going after yeah. We're going after him, but he was just demolishing guys. Like they, they were I, all like waiting outside the ring for I him. I like the revival in a situation like this because sometimes you know a battle royal can get a bit like tedious, and 
you see the guys like leaning over the rope and everyone is trying to get him over but the revival like opportunist and that like while everyone is like trying to get uh brawn over they're not paying attention so revival comes in and grabs you from behind and yeah. checks you out they, you know? they like, got rid of slater yeah, that way i think you know so i liked like that kind of um that psychology from the only the thing i didn't like about it is we've been talking about apollo cruz quite a lot and how he's improving but he literally the bell rang yeah. and braun just kicked him over yeah. the rope he was just out <laughs> if it was a royal rumble it would have been a new record yeah definitely <laughs> um ultimately it was like a super fun match because you know even the commentators were kind of going we actually don't know what's going on yeah. here um but braun is now the number one contender yeah. for the tag team titles yeah. at wrestlemania versus the bar so here's when earlier we were looking yeah. at each other going, we think we know what's happening with Elias is, yeah. I think they're going to give Elias and Braun, they're going to force them to team up yeah. somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can't exactly like put my head around how or why. Maybe Elias will, you know, also, hey, I, I want a way to WrestleMania. Uh, and you need a tag team partner. Yeah, yeah. And but does he? Well, maybe that's what the rule will be. Like, look, if you're going to do this, you need a partner or else it's not going to work out. Has a single and person then, ever held the tag team titles? Uh, I am the tag team champions. Not a single person, but I remember, like, I think Daniel Bryan and Kane were fighting over who is the tag team champions between the two. But, but yeah, I don't okay. think, like, one person has. That was also a weird tag so team. Jeremy will have to check that. Team Hell No was entertaining. It was entertaining. Doctor I'm not. I'm not taking that. It's just a weird combo. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was also a strange time in wrestling. Jeremy, let us know. Has yeah. there ever been a single tag tag team champion? <laughs> tag team champions. A single tag team champions. Uh, this is yeah. See, this is why the commentators were just like, "What? Is, what is this?" Yeah. But that's how Raw ended. Basically, yeah. So, Braun. Yeah. So maybe we'll get like some kind of technicality that's like okay you did win the match but you, you can't go it alone and then elias is like oh everyone is afraid to team with braun or something and then elias is like hey you know He'll, I'll, I'll do it walk with me no you you don't <laughs> walk with braun you know yeah i, I think you just kind of get dragged <laughs> Like a, a caveman used to drag, you know, his potential partner by the hair. Mm -hmm. I think Braun is going to drag Elias to the ring by his hair. Yeah, I think. And yeah. just go, you're my tag team partner now. Braun will destroy him and then drag him out to the ring, put him in the corner, win the match, and then like put him on his shoulders and walk up the yeah. ramp. <laughs> I'm kind of down with that. Like it's, it's goofy and fun and sometimes yeah. you need those elements in yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Okay, so that's how Raw ended uh, post Fast Lane. Um, obviously, the two highlights and the, the big talking points, besides Braun being the number one contender, contenders, <laughs> is uh, Oscar challenging Charlotte Flair, the, the SmackDown champion, and John Cena calling out The Undertaker. So let's see what happens there. Let us know how you feel about that. Um, SmackDown... This week, obviously, post uh, a big pay-per-view like that leading into WrestleMania was, it was okay. Yeah, it was well, some, you know, uh, 
tying up the storylines. Um, yes. Going okay. So into let's. Mania. In episode three, we left it with you know you especially who's so invested in in Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Mm. Um, it left you feeling very dissatisfied, almost in a sense, or maybe just going, Ugh, um, what are they doing with this? Where are they going? Yeah, it was more of just like, I where is this going? But not like in a, in a negative way, but like more the fan in me, just um, anxious. Yes, you know. Okay, you got your you got well. Then you didn't get an answer. You got a little bit of a resolve. We'll we'll but get into yeah, this. Yeah, we'll get into we'll it. get into this. So SmackDown starts off with AJ Styles doing a promo. Um, and then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. Yeah. Um, and the, they have their little back and forth moment. Um, and here's what I'm not here's what I'm not happy with is once again they're using Rusev and his popularity in the wrong way. Um, I can see them including Rusev in the, the title picture now i can see it and 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 kind of how they're leading into it it just feels tacky and just a little forced um i think they could do it a little bit more organically have rusev go on a really good run against someone else um but fair enough okay so basically what happens is rusev and aj styles have a match and it, it once again just like the nakamura match from fast lane it was let's go Styles, yeah, Rusev, Rusev Day, Day, which proves that if if you if you have a crowd divided on AJ Styles, yeah, you've well, got you something see, going so on. That, yeah, so I mean that could be like the catalyst. Like, okay, look, we tested you against um, someone who's over in Nakamura. We tested you against one of. If not the most over SmackDown know, wrestler, Smackdown, yeah. yeah, and you held your own. So here's your opportunity after WrestleMania. Okay, so here's the match in a nutshell. It was actually pretty good. Rusev was standing his ground. Styles, I mean, Styles is just he's like no Nakamura is like smoke. It's like fighting smoke. AJ Styles is kind of like water, yeah, in a way. Like he's very fluid and he's, he's such a good wrestler. Um, but basically what happened is Aiden English interrupted in the match. I like that, that there wasn't a, like a finality in a, an yeah. outcome. And Nakamura then came down to the ring and helped Styles. Yeah. So next week it'll be tag team match. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So Nakamura I even said, I'll help you. I'll yeah. look out for you and I'll, I'll, I'll have your back up until WrestleMania, yeah. but then knee to face. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like with that match of theirs, if they do it next week, the tag team, um, we'll see how well they get along on the road to WrestleMania. I think I think they they they've got a great chemistry. Yeah. Um, Nakamura is very <laughs> he's very hard to read um, because yeah. I think he could turn heel at any minute. But it would be a positive heel. And when yeah. I say positive heel, sometimes you like the bad guy more because he's the bad guy. So he's the anti-hero. So you, sometimes you need a Steve Austin character. Yeah. Um, and I think Nakamura could be that. 
just like unpredictable, completely like, you know, he is the champion, but don't expect him to do the right thing every time. Yeah. Well, I, someone's going to lose their cool in that tag team match. It'll happen. It'll happen. Now, let's quickly talk about this. I, I kind of see Rusev being traded to Raw. And with the popularity he's, he's got there, maybe having a little bit more of a, a run there. Because and, 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 we've seen Nakamura, Rusev yeah. now. We've seen Rusev, he's done the, the US title thing yeah. a so bunch of times. That was his title for a good year yeah. and a half on and off. Um, they're not going to give him the championship over there. So they might as well use his momentum and just have him. I see title. Maybe icy title. Yeah. Um, maybe even him and Aiden English can win the tag team t- titles yeah. over there for a little bit. Because the good thing with him is like um, that whole Rusev Day thing is just everywhere. It is. You know, uh, because today's Rusev Day. I yeah. don't know if you know this. Happy <laughs> Rusev Day. And I think I even heard like people were chanting it. You know, at ROH. Yeah, I mean, so it's everywhere. So going to Raw, I mean, it's as if he's on SmackDown. He might as well be there as well. I I don't know. It it could happen. I I yeah. I, I think the possibility. But then, also sometimes people get split up. So maybe yeah. Aiden English doesn't get. You know, the the thing yeah. is, there's there's a lot of possibility. I just I think maybe for Rusev, how long has he been on SmackDown now? Uh, maybe a year, almost a year. He also had that injury where he was out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's time. We'll yeah. see what happens with that. Let's uh, get into the next match, which uh, I, I really enjoyed. So after Fastlane, you know, we spoke about the tag team title match and the, the Bludgeon Brothers coming out and dismantling both teams. And what they did to Xavier Woods was... I, I haven't seen that in wrestling in a really long yeah. time. And in terms of taking, like, I think Mick, maybe Mick Foley is the last time I've seen someone actually, like, take that amount of hurt yeah. and sell it as well as, as Xavier Woods did. I mean, back body drops on the mat outside, thud. It's just, yeah. On on Brutal. steel, like, <laughs> on steel steps. It's just, yeah. they they really did dismantle both teams. So basically, Jimmy Uso... And Big E were the only two men left standing, in a sense. Um, And they went out and challenged the Bludgeon Brothers. They did for the first time ever. We saw a little bit of the Bludgeon Brothers being pushed. Um, But they also, they sneak attacked them. So while they were taking off their coats and putting down their Thor-like, what are they, hammers, (laughs) um, they jumped them. Um, It didn't last long they came into the ring and just completely like overpowered and dismantled yeah, what mean, they were doing. Which, which made sense because they had just like bludgeoned them uh, the night before. Yeah. You know, so. I like the direction. Like I yeah. said, it's cool because whoever then eventually does take out the Bludgeon Brothers, um, there's going to be a massive build and story to that. And it's going to take a lot. Yeah. Um, which is cool because sometimes with storytelling, you want, you want your, your champion or your, you know, your typical good guy, bad guy scenario. You know, you want your protagonist to to at least have some adversity. Yeah. Um, I like the Bludgeon Brothers. You, I know you said you you weren't feeling it and you don't think people were responding to it or it was yeah. over yet. 
But I think they just needed that moment yeah, yeah. of... So it's there now. It's there all, now, definitely. All, all I'm waiting for is that uh, triple threat Hell in a Cell match with the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos and... Uh, the New Day. The New Day. So there was even a segment <laughs> where in this match, Big E and Jimmy Uso got chairs. And they were standing in the middle of the ring going, this is a street fight. This isn't yeah. wrestling. And the Bludgeon Brothers took those, those hammers. hammers. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> that was a real hit <laughs> on that chair. Yeah. Like he swung that hammer and he hit that chair <laughs> and that chair was like. Luckily, an, it didn't go into the crowd. No, it didn't. Yeah. But close. Yeah. Um, very cool moment. I think they're building up the, the Bludgeon Brothers and uh, the Usos and New Day. Um, potential for matches moving forward. Very cool. Um, but now here's my problem is, okay, if we see a Bludgeon Brothers Usos match at WrestleMania, the Usos have never had a WrestleMania match. So you don't want them to lose their first match, but we need the Bludgeon Brothers to take the titles um, purely yeah. just because we want... We we don't want them defeated quite yet. They 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 have to grow in stature. Yeah, uh, it'll be a triple threat, and they don't have to get pinned. But I mean, yeah, but still, they just, lose their titles at WrestleMania after yeah, nine years of being overlooked. I I just I'm just looking forward to the match. Uh, that's one of the matches where I'm not so concerned about the win lose, but just the excitement of knowing that they're gonna steal the show. The Usos. The Usos, Bludgeon Brothers, and New, New Day. Day. Yeah. Because Usos have got a very distinct style. Yeah. Uh, it depends who from the New Day will be in ring. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I, I don't think Big E will be involved. I think they're going to go with Kofi and Xavier Woods. Or put all three of them. Why not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, we've had matches in the last yeah. three months where they've been like, 3,000 people in the ring at a time, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, I want the Bludgeon Brothers to be more than just this wrecking ball right now. I want them to be almost a Legion of Doom. Okay, Legion of Doom had way more charisma and and a backstory. Um, But I just, you know, I I want them to be unbeatable for a while, at least. Or like just, you know, because everyone will be expecting this like five-star match. Have it end in like 30 seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? At Mania, both teams laid out and Bludgeon Brothers standing tall, quick finish. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm okay with that too. Um, WrestleMania is going to be interesting because nothing is set in stone. Yeah. There's still so much in the air. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Randy Orton, who is now US champion, um, and Bob Roode. Yeah, Orton looked uh, good with that belt. He does you know, look good shoulder. with the belt, yeah. The belt looked good on Orton. Like, that whole thing just clicked. And, like, I missed, you know, having a promo with, you know, Orton and a belt on his shoulder, title on his shoulder. Um, yeah, so for me, I mean, I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah. Um... And Bobby Roode once again Bob came down Roode. to the ring. Yeah, he came and yeah, what? be trying to be the good guy, and I'm gonna get my title back, and yeah. you know, like I have to fall down and get up again. Yeah, and that kind of like 
it put the segment on a downer for me. It did until, until gender, gender showed up. And then when gender spoke, I was just like the distance between Bobby Roode and gender in terms of the mic is I mean gender blew him out yeah, of the water with ease. Gender blew <laughs> the thing is okay, Randy Orton's never had to be the best on yeah. the mic because he yeah. is that held back, cocky, yeah, yeah. arrogant persona. But gender even destroyed Randy on yeah. the mic. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to compare the two because it's a different thing, yeah, but yeah. gender on mic is like... Gender is so easy. Like, it's like, you know, the crowd is there. It's like, hey, uh, give it up for Randy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he just gets genuine heat and he loves it and he feeds care. off it yeah yeah he, he does what you're supposed to do you i know? i love jinder mahal yeah. like yeah. i i i really i really think he's he's elevated the the heel yeah. level of smackdown yeah in a massive way uh the last time i think people hated a wrestler as much as they hate him um on a, a wrestling level was maybe jbl yeah um and until, until, I never liked J- JBL. Until it was cool to like JBL. Yeah. <laughs> until it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it ever cool to like yeah, JBL? Hell yeah. I love JBL. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe may, only when, when Simmons is around. <laughs> that, that's about as, as far as it goes. But okay. Um, so WrestleMania is going to be a triple threat match because Rude and Mahal had a match on SmackDown. Yeah. And... Um, it wasn't a good match. No. If you okay, here's the problem: is Mahal needs doesn't necessarily need to carry a match, um, but he needs like we've you know we we keep saying a wrestling match you need to give and you need to receive. Yeah. And the more I watch Bobby Roode as this wholesome, I'm trying to be the best champion, best guy I can be the harder it becomes for me to enjoy him wrestling because he just doesn't have anything going for him. Yeah, it shows in the matches. It really does. Um, and Ginger just completely outshone him and pinned him. I mean, so now Bobby Roode's got a rematch at WrestleMania, obviously. Yeah. Um, but Ginger has now got a pin over, Gin- well, Bobby Roode and Randy Orton. Yeah, so he can... You know, he can be inserted spot, into the yeah. match. Yeah. Um, okay, scenario. Imagine Bobby Roode turning heel at WrestleMania and then taking back the US Championship, but in like the worst way, like the like a, a great heel turn. Yeah, I'm good with that. Same. I'm good with that. If if they really want Bobby Roode to to be the best rude he can be, be the rudest yeah. rude, <laughs> then... He needs to be in a very underhanded... It, he needs to be super underhanded yeah. and, and... Okay, so I think you and I both agree that yeah. if Bobby Rude is to have a career in the WWE moving forward of any note, he's going to have to, at WrestleMania, turn heel. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, say I am Canadian, you know. With your U.S. championship, I am Canadian. <laughs> yes, yeah. I I'm into it. I think it, it could be interesting. I mean, R- WrestleMania is looking. Uh, WrestleMania is always entertaining, but sometimes the matches don't land. Yeah, unfortunately. 
But with this WrestleMania, yeah. for the first time in a long time, it feels like every single match... It's, yeah, this card looks like it's just going to be good matches. Just just good matches. Yeah. How great is that? Yeah. And it's, I think it might be because we started an African yeah. podcast about <laughs> wrestling. We yeah. are taking the energy of Mother Africa and pushing it out towards you, yeah, I think, America. And if, like, if uh, the recent episodes of Raw and SmackDown are like any indication, then we're going to get solid matches with enough time given to them. Definitely. Yeah. WrestleMania, generally, um, I mean, it's different you being there versus how we, we, we see it on TV, but what is the length of this year's WrestleMania? Do you know? No, but it, I mean, last year we went about five or six hours. It was close to yeah. six hours, yeah. Yeah. Um, if this goes that long, uh, I think it might not feel as long as last year just because the matches are going to be good. Yeah, well, you know, we we spoke about uh, the battle royale, the Andre the Giant m- memorial like match. Yeah, uh, I can't, I couldn't even remember it yeah. from last year. In fact, I I can't remember half of the matches from last year to be honest. Yeah. Uh, if if you know, if I sit down and think about it, then I yeah. could probably recall what happened. But yeah. like just bringing it up, okay. I mean, title match, sure, I could do that, and Taker and Roman. Um. I don't know. This is actually something I've wanted to ask you is you watched Roman Reigns and take a live. Yeah. When you go back now and you try to watch that match on the WWE network, it's edited. Yeah. Uh, it's not and the I, entire match. Yeah, and I still can't do it because I just have that like image in my head. Cause it's still a bad match. Even, yeah. even edited. It's not a good match. Yeah. Um, so in your opinion, was the match, even worse live it was i mean uh, but then um because now you have people around you and everyone is emotional because now we're all watching you know the undertaker and he's weak and you know what i mean so i think having the people around you like added um to the story you know but like when you went um back to your hotel or you by yourself you like that was a bad match but um just having like the emotions around you and everyone is crying and well like uh what's going on i mean this guy's you know not performing and people were crying next to me do you, <laughs> you know do I mean? you think that match was undertaker's fault um do you think he he just when you go to Mark Calloway after almost a 30-year career with the WWE and you go, okay, you are, you're losing to Roman Reigns. Um, and at that point, Taker hadn't wrestled since yeah, the previous I Mania. Think, I think he was just like banged up, and, but he doesn't want to miss a WrestleMania. So he but the went, Taker's not banged up. Like know, he's not, well, if mean, you watch time, like anything on social media, like... Yeah, he, around that time, like he was close to hip surgery or something you know yeah and that took place after the match and so just like those things and him probably not wanting to miss or having like being put under pressure you know to be at wrestlemania while like you're not 100 percent, you know at that time yeah um, and then also the inexperience yeah. of roman reigns yeah not being uh, able to le- because yeah. okay let's say that last year's match with was with John Cena. John Cena would have 
known exactly how to compensate for all those things. Exactly. Roman Reigns had no idea. No. And if you just like, you'll see glimpses of like, he doesn't know um, where to go. Yeah. You know? Uh, And in wrestling, that's a pretty simple, like that, those are like, when you're at that level. Yeah. The best in the world. Yeah. You need to, you know. You hit your marks. Like if, I mean, as I say, like I stubbed my toe during the match, like you need to know how to react and how to, you know, carry the story on. And There was none of that. No. Okay. So just like from the live perspective, like if you turned, you could see people kind of like shaking their heads or cringing and that like was sad. (laughs) You know what I mean? It, it bums me out so much yeah. talking about this and, and actually hearing from someone who was there. Yeah. But um, let's hope for better. The, the taker deserves better yeah. this year. If, if they bring him back, then yeah. this is going to be the one to remember. I want a Shawn Michaels level match. Yeah. That. I think Cena can tell that story. I think he can. Yeah. I, think, I think he can. Okay, let's, let's, let's get back into leading to this year's WrestleMania from a SmackDown perspective. The next match, once again, I mentioned Carmella in the previous podcast, just that the, it seems to be that they're building her up to something. Yeah, so this one I actually saw Yeah, and screaming. But anyway, yeah, she... <laughs> screaming. She looked all right. Uh, she looked okay. Yeah. Um, she pinned Naomi. It was Carmella versus yeah. Naomi, and oh, it, it was... I love how, like, uh, I like I like the finish of that one as well. You know, uh, Naomi was about to go for that springboard um, kick of hers, and as she, like, lands on the ropes, Carmella, you know, kicks her legs in, and it showed, you know, like, some... Thought and awareness, and awareness of her opponent yeah. and awareness yeah. of in you know, where she is in ring, yeah. yeah. So like she knows what she's doing, definitely, you know, yeah, definitely. Okay, I don't know what they're doing with Carmella. We'll see after WrestleMania. I don't think um, there's going to be much unless they set, they're setting her up to win that that memorial and then have the money in the bank and and that attached to her. Yeah, maybe. When does the money in the bank expire? Does it expire? I don't think anyone's ever held it <laughs> past... I don't think anyone's ever held it past the year mark. Yeah. So... Would you be able to cash money. in money at the bank, at money at the bank? Yeah, I think that's when it expires. Imagine... Wait. <laughs> so if you have it all the way up until money in the bank. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, so before the yeah. winner is announced or the winner, the winner yeah. of the next Money in the Bank yeah. female match. Yeah. Um, because now this year, it's cross-platform. It's cross-brand. So how are they going to... Sh- oh, we've, we've got a whole podcast to do on yeah. what's going to happen for, <laughs> like moving forward. Yeah. Um, okay, but that's Carmella. Uh, they are definitely giving her a little bit more to do and a little bit more of uh, awareness. Then we closed off SmackDown, and this is where I think you, more than anyone, I was waiting for you to watch the segment because I watched it before you, and you yeah. were like, you know, we, we, we briefly just touched on Fastlane and, and the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Shane, Shane yeah. O'Mac <laughs> threesome. Yeah, we don't have like a mute button or censorship, but yeah. I wasn't happy. 
You can we can say so, bleep Shane McMahon. I think yeah, uh, if you I, I said bleep Shane McMahon and like, you want a t-shirt every time I like spoke about wrestling on WWE after Fastlane because that was just like the one thing like playing in my mind the whole time. So like after Fastlane, I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? We get to SmackDown, and you know he has this huge announcement. Uh, KO is going to face off against Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Um, and he's I'm taking a leave taking of absence. Leave of, uh, absence. absence. Yeah. You know, and then uh, KO and Sami come out, confront him, uh, ends up in a beatdown. Uh, Let's it, talk about the beatdown quickly. They did a number on him. Yeah. They, they, they did things that were pushing the PG era, yeah. like, acceptability. Like, yeah. the, the his, his neck... And head yeah, I was like, in a chair. Careful now. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also, really went to town on Shane McMahon. Yeah. And then another thing, like, I noticed with Sami Zayn, it's like the little things. Like, as um, they're dragging him up the ramp, uh, Sami's like, why aren't you guys singing? You know, that nah, 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 nah. And he starts singing it while they're, like, dragging him because, like, Shane says he's leaving. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, something that small. Like, that's, those like, are the things that I'm enjoying. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because know. Sammy is... The more I watch him now... He's in touch, like, in tune with... Always, always, with on. not just his surroundings, crowd, but yeah. whoever he's working with on the yeah. evening and also what the crowd is kind of yeah. doing or not doing. So, so for him, it's not just, like, reciting a line in response... It's no, like, it's it's, you know, it's acting, it's yeah. creating, it's it's you know, interacting. Yeah, so it's also like um, tweaking things on the fly, you know which I mean? is the that is the ability very few yeah. wrestlers have. Yeah, um, it is also probably one of the greatest gifts you can have as yeah. as a sports entertainment artist, if yeah. if we want to go that yeah. way. So yeah. that's that's how SmackDown ended. So now, so now even with that. I'm still like, okay, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where is this going? You just told me that it's going to be KO versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Um, they just attacked Shane. So is that going to change? Are they on the same page? Are they not? Are they going to be against each other? Is it going to be a tag team against Shane and someone else? I'm just like confused. And I need this sorted out ASAP, but I guess I have to wait till the eighth of April. That's pretty much it. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with from what we've seen and things you and I have discussed before. Yeah. I think consciously, um, Kevin Owens is making um, it kind of apparent that this is Sammy's moment. Yeah. Um, I do think they're going to have a WrestleMania match. They I do better. think it's going to be the two of them. There's going to be a, something's going to happen in the next two, three weeks to to be the catalyst for that. Um, I think them eliminating Shane McMahon on TV and him saying he's already taking a leave yeah. of absence just gives space for that whole thing for, to yeah, actually like, like to like just play out. I hope that's what it is. Me too. Yeah. Question though, where's Daniel Bryan? Uh, coming back next week, and I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. 
Why things. Why has he been out? Just family stuff, I yeah, assume. Yeah, the, there was a wedding. You saw he like posted stuff on okay, Instagram. Okay, so, so it, it's not, it's not yeah. storyline related? Yeah, but they also like mentioned that he's out for family, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what happens because Daniel's been kind of in, not in the corner of Sammy and, and Kevin, but just yeah. the voice of reason beyond Shane McMahon's power grip of his SmackDown show. And this storyline has been going on for so long. It's too and long now. It's since well, Survivor I, Series. I, I, that's what I appreciate about it because like, we haven't had that in a while. You know what I mean? Um, when, when did Kevin Owens attack Vince McMahon? Oh, man. I don't know when Helen Cell was, but right before that. But like, still a few months before that, it was like KO and Shane at each other's throats, you know. Um, it's been going on. It's it's for, an, almost a year. It yeah. feels like it's been a good year yeah. of development. And, and if, if the payoff it. from that yeah. is Sami Zayn getting the shine and spotlight that he deserves. If the payoff is just that match at WrestleMania and then, yeah, Sami getting the shine from that. For me, it's just, it's been as much as I've like complained and, but that's, the beauty of it, you that's, know, like but a that's storyline that's had me up and down and gripped and just like, you know, wanting it to be resolved, waiting for that payoff yes. for so long and still being invested in that whole storyline. I'm yeah. stoked. I think, yeah. I think it's going to pay off the right way. Like we said, this WrestleMania feels like every, every single storyline has been well thought out and, and not just put together. It's, it's been built yeah. Slowly but surely since at least like Survivor Series, just pre-Survivor yeah. Series, everything's been like the pawns are in place. Now they just need to actually start the game. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. WrestleMania is around the corner. Our next podcast is going to be an episode of Rewind. The second episode of Rewind. Um, we're very excited. Uh, it's going to be about the career of The Undertaker and factions within wrestling. Um, so watch out for the next Rewind episode. We've also got a special guest. Um, Hayden Manuel from Cape Town uh, is going to give us uh, his list of favorite Undertaker matches. Um, and then the next official podcast uh, will be WrestleMania, where Herb will be reporting live from. Live from New Orleans. So once again, just just humble brag, not even. We are yeah. the only African, South African podcast focused on the WWE universe uh, that goes the extra mile. Um, we will be reporting live from WrestleMania this year. I repeat, a South African podcast focused on wrestling will be reporting live from WrestleMania this year. So... Get some questions in. If, if there's yeah. something you want to know about the experience, very few people are lucky enough to be able to go to WrestleMania. Herb is doing it for a second time. Um, if there's anything you want to know about what it's like to actually be at that yeah. level of event. I could even, you know, like advise you on how you can get there. Absolutely. I mean? Just, Drop some messages. Yeah. Talk to us. We want to know what you're thinking about the current situation in wrestling and and the up and coming wrestlemania roster so far and lineups how it's been booked are you happy with it um good things ahead though wrestling at the moment you know we we were saying earlier is probably better than it's yeah. it's ever been it's just so 
I'm so invested. I'm so invested in it that I, I'm, unless John Cena beats The Undertaker at WrestleMania, <laughs> then I'm done. Then this podcast, <laughs> you know, have to find someone else <laughs> to talk to. But, but that's wrestling. That's, that's like how nervous I am about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, communicate with us. We want to know what you think. Um, let us know where you're from. Let us know where you're watching. So uh, if you're in Limpopo, if you're, you know, if you're in Durban, if you're in Cape Town, even if you're up in Africa, if you're, if you're listening from Nairobi or Vintuk even, you know, like, let us know. Yeah. Uh, this has been episode 3.5 of Podplex Africa. And uh, the next one's a big one. We'll be reporting live from WrestleMania. I've been Van at Alkers. At the Herb Villa. Uh... Yeah, check us out at Podflex Africa and shout out to WWE Africa also on Facebook, you know, for supporting us and sharing our podcast. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you to our fact checker, Jeremy, our constant listeners, um, people building the wrestling community in Africa. And uh, like we said, comment. We want to know where you're at, what you're feeling, if you're ready for Roman to be champion. Um, we've got Mr. WrestleMania in the house with us tonight. <laughs> the next time you hear his voice, it'll be live from New Orleans. If I have a voice left. Woo! <laughs>